the righteousness of faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today thanking you for your word, thanking you for light, for revelation of who you are and who we are partakers of your divine nature. Lord, open up the eyes of our understanding. Flood our hearts with light. We ask you for the knowledge and the wisdom and the understanding that is not natural alone, but is spirit. It is from you, and it is from the innermost depths of our divine nature. Lord, we receive it from you. We look forward to hearing your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I've been on a series and we've been talking a lot about the conscience and the, and the mystery of faith. We're going to go back to that at some point in the future. But right now, we're going to look at something here in Genesis chapter 1. And it has to do with, who are you? Who is the Father? Who's God? What is our identity? And what does that mean to us? I mean, it's it's a big, big topic. However, we're just going to touch on a few things. So open with me in your Bible to Genesis chapter 1, starting with the 26th verse, and we'll read down to 28. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Now look at that. God said. He spoke. And he spoke his intention. He spoke his intention of making man, mankind, you who are listening to me are part of man, in his image, after his likeness. His likeness, his exact duplication of kind. And to have dominion over fish, fowl, and creeping things. Three realms of physical creation. The skies, the earth, and the waters. Think of that, three. Verse 27, So God created man in his image or his exact duplication of kind, his image, <laughs> just like him. You look in the mirror, you see an image, you see a reflection. <laughs> We're not him, but we reflect him. We're in his image. Spirit. Remember, man is spirit. Man is spirit. God is spirit. Jesus said in John chapter 4, And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. God created man in his own image. Spirit being. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them. So God blessed he empowered to prosper. He enabled. He gave ability to his man to be like him. 
with spoken words. And these were the words that he spoke to bring this man to life, this new creation of his. Be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth and subdue it. You could say conquer it, overcome it, and have dominion. Have authority, rule and reign over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. We are made in the image and the likeness of God, and he's blessed us with his authority to have dominion in this earth. That is an awesome, awesome thing to realize. Now go with me to Ezekiel chapter 1. We're talking about made in his image and in his likeness. We're just like him. Who are you? What is your identity? Your identity should be your nature. You should identify with who you are. You should know who you are and identify like that. Your identification should show forth the truth that you who are born again, you who are a new creation in Christ Jesus are made in the image and likeness of God. Now, God is Elohim. God is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 25. And there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they stood and had let down their wings. And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne throne. Thrones got to do with dominion. Thrones got to do with authority. Thrones got to do with absolute rule and reign. <laughs> Exercising his power, his authority, his it represents his dig dignity, the Father as the most high. Throne means elevated seat. Now the Father is the most high God. And look at this, above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above upon it. And I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire round about within it from the appearance of his loins even upward, and from the appearance of his loins even downward, I saw as it were the appearance of fire, and it had brightness round about. The throne had brightness round about, as the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell upon my face and I heard a voice of one that spake. Hallelujah. We are made in the image and the likeness of God. The likeness as the appearance of man was upon this throne and he looked like fire. Wow. Now remember, in the garden, when man was created, he walked with his wife in the garden in the cool of the day. They were naked, 
physically of artificial clothing and covering, clothing that would cover them, but also clothing that would protect them from the elements of the natural earth and the environment. However, after they disobeyed and they ate from the tree, the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, suddenly they saw that they were naked and they were ashamed and there was fear and they got fig leaves and sewed them together to hide themselves from each other and to hide themselves from God. Well, it didn't work, but anyway, that was their the implied thing that they were doing there. And the point is, we are made in the image and the likeness of God originally. There's coming a day when we will get our glorified bodies back and we will be like Him in everything, spirit and soul and body. But until then, we got to remember that we're on the road to absolute recovery and restoration. It has began in the spirit. It's working its way through a heart in our soul. And it's exercising its power in our body. And ultimately, we will see him as he is. And we will be like him because as he is, so are we in this world. Now, we're made in the image and the likeness of God. Think of this. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 1, verse 12. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun that shines in his strength. We are made in the image and the likeness of God, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. He made us in His image and His likeness. We are speaking spirits. Hallelujah. Speaking spirits. Think of that. Now go with me to Romans. Now we're talking about being made in His image and in his likeness. Romans chapter 8 says in verse 20, 29, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Hallelujah. Many brethren just like him looking like him feeling like him thinking like him desiring like him speaking like him the same word that he speaks we speak the authority that he has he gave to us we are heirs of God the Father and joint heirs with Jesus Christ 
That includes authority. That includes dominion. That includes his name that is above every name that is named so that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's who. Proverbs 20, verse 27. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man. The spirit of man. The breath. The God-breathed nature of man is the candle, is the lamp. It's like in the old covenant in the temple. The menorah of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly, all the inward parts of the inner man, the heart. Now think of this menorah, the spirit of man, the life breathed from God into man when he said, let's make man in our image and in our likeness. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being, a speaking spirit like God. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Now think of this menorah. The menorah was a lamp stand and it was fed by oil up to a wick that produced a flame that gave off light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Think about this. The fire. His word. His word. The oil, the Holy Spirit's presence and power. And the lamp is our life from him. It's his breath. It's his spirit. Glory to God. Think of that. The fire represents his word that's illuminated and illuminates and is lit by the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The Holy Spirit is the one who is speaking within us. He's guiding us into all the truth of the Word of God, teaching us all things, showing us things to come, bringing things to our remembrance so that we can have the faith and the authority to exercise dominion in this earth because He made man in His image, in His likeness, so that we could be his sons, so that we could be like Jesus, the Lord of glory, and we could exercise dominion on this earth in every single area of life, in our own personal lives and in our environment. Glory to God, the spirit of man, the spirit of man, fire, words, words. When we, what we look like in the spirit is fire. That's what they see. When we speak words, it's like words of fire. It comes out with authority. It'll rule and reign. It'll change and rearrange things. It scares and runs off all the enemy's forces and all those demon spirits and everything when you speak with authority. Now go to Acts chapter 2 and we're going to see something here. It says in chapter 2 verse 2, Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and he filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and he sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So you're noticing with all of the different scriptures that we've read so far about his image, about his likeness, about looking like him, like fire. That included in that 
is words, is voice, is speaking, is hearing. Do you notice that? Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a light unto my path. 130. The entrance of thy word gives light. It gives understanding unto the simple. His word. His word. The fire that gives off the light. His word that gives off light illuminates the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now let's go to 2 Peter. And we'll go to the first chapter. When we get there, we're going to read a few verses. Chapter 1, verse 3. No, we need to back up. Let's start at the beginning. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained a like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God, not mere natural knowledge alone, the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord according as his divine power. You could say, which is how his divine power? How? Through the knowledge of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, this is how his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and Virtue or excellence. You've been called to glory and excellence. Virtue. Whereby, by his divine power, are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And then it goes on talking about how this proceeds. Now, made in his image, in his likeness, divine promises, exceeding great and precious promises, partaking of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. When you became a new creation in Christ Jesus and partook of his divine nature, you escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, if you do not exercise your authority, if you do not listen to him and get spiritual knowledge and wisdom and understanding and take his word and hear his word and use his word, speak his word to exercise authority and dominion in your own personal life and for your environment, for your business, for your job site, for the community you live in, whatever, for your government in the nation that you live in, you're not going to experience the benefits. So I challenge you today. Realize who you are. Realize what you have. 
and realize what you can do. And if you don't know, get your nose in this Bible and search it out. It is full of promise. It's full of type and shadow. It's full of explanation. It's full of direct quotation of who you are, what you have, what you can do, what the Father and the Lord Jesus is expecting from you. If you want to see how you are to live in part, not in its fullness, but in part, just read through the gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and watch Jesus. Because he said in John chapter 14, the works that I do shall you do also, and greater than these shall you do, because I'm going to the Father, and I'm going to send you Holy Spirit, who's going to remind you what I said, guide you into all truth, teach you all things, and show you the future. Hallelujah. I bless you with wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding enlighten you. Your heart is flooded with light, and you see inside who you are, what you have, what you can do. You fix your heart and you speak it out. You bring forth fruit 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. You are blessed. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.